You're listening to Fantasy Frenemies, a fantasy football podcast. Let's get it started in here. And the bass keeps running, running, and 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 in this context, there's no disrespect. So when I bust my rhyme, you break your necks. We got five minutes for us to disconnect from all intellect and let the rhythm affect. Get it started. Get it started. Get it started. Let's 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 get it started. To the fantasy frenemies podcast ladies gentlemen fantasy f- frenemies uh, fellow fellow fantasy frenemies that's a tongue twister fellow fantasy frenemies fellow fantasy frenemies Dak Prescott Dak Prescott playoffs Dude, yeah that did not sound like a tongue twister in my in my head but I guess it was and um that's your cold opening for the week six podcast we are officially Six weeks into the NFL season, which seems crazy. It feels like it was just yesterday we were in the off season on in the off season talking about all those free agency signings and trades, saying it's like crack. And now we actually have football, and it's real crack. Like the off season was like fake crack you got from a like a bad dealer, and now this is the real deal. This is high high grade A crack. <laughs> Speaking from experience here, Brandon. <laughs> hey, he lives in Florida now. Yeah, Florida man gonna Florida man. Speaking of crack, I was offered crack and went at a bar the other night. No, like this guy was like, "Yo, bro, you want some crack?" And I was like, "What the fuck?" They say it just uh, like so, that. Yo, bro, yeah, he's like, yo, "Yo, bro, bro, you want some crack?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> I mean, they yo, say bro. once you go crack, you never go back. And then Trevor walked up, bought a white claw, and the guy's like, "Yeah, he ain't he ain't built for this. <laughs> he ain't built for crack." <laughs> I didn't mean to offer this to you. Oh, he he was barking up the up the wrong tree. Yeah, maybe we should make cold openings a thing. That just happened. What are we SNL? SNL, yeah. I was trying to think of a joke off the SNL was, acronym, but I could come. <laughs> just gears were spinning. <laughs> We're maximum right. overdrive trying to think of something. Let's all right. Let's let's get into the football portion of the fantasy frenemies podcast. Are we good? Is glitching out. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> good God, what is happening? No, I was saying that yeah, we'll, we'll do a cold open and then the host will have a monologue, just like SNL. Mm. All right. Well, <laughs> we are now officially two and a half minutes in, and our audience is now stupider and worse off for it <laughs> we really are SNL. i award you no i award you no points if, if may god it have may god on your soul. <laughs> speaking of god have mercy on their souls we are all cleveland browns fans and we are all in shambles and trevor's frozen but we are all in shambles the browns suck again we have witnessed another excruciating loss another loss where the browns were leading going into the fourth quarter and this one came at the hands of two missed field goals by our our prodigy of a kicker our fourth round draft pick of a kicker browns lose what was the final score 31 30 
30 to 28. 30 to 28. Another tough one for the Brownies. They are now two and three on the season, which is exactly what we said in the in the preseason pod they couldn't do during this easy part of their schedule. So let's just let's just jump in with your guys' thoughts on just the game overall. Brian, you look like you're thinking really hard. You have your your hand on your on your chin, posing and thought. Yeah. So our offense is not the problem. That's what I will say immediately. It's not the problem for the first 58 minutes of the game. After that, it, it may be a little bit of a problem. But usually <laughs> it's not the problem. The problem is our defense is ass. Just straight bad. And honestly, I don't really see the the way forward. I mean, where we just traded for a linebacker, Deion Jones from the Falcons, who Washed. used to be really good, but he's coming off an injury. Uh, we'll see what he does. It may help us marginally, but it doesn't really address the problems that we're having, which is our run defense is just terrible. Our DTs are, uh, I believe Blaze sent the stat in our group chat, in PFF grading, uh, out of 106 graded defensive tackles, the t- top two tackles for the Browns, uh, eligible tackles, are 105th and 106th out of 106. We're legitimately the worst interior defense in the NFL. Um, and it really shows there's some highlights of plays where offensive linemen just shoved our DTs all the way back into our linebackers. And it's not allowing our linebackers to hit holes or anything. And we allowed the worst rushing team in the NFL to get over 200 yards rushing. So that's the main issue. I mean, our past defense has been hit or miss. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. Our offense is great usually, but, you know, it's really just backbreaking when you can just give up long run after long run after long run after long run. It's it's like I'm watching the Browns play the Browns. It's like Nick Chubb just running 14, 15-yard gains every single play. It's really annoying. But it's easier for them because Nick Chubb breaks a tackle usually. They're not breaking any tackles because they're not getting tackled. <laughs> they, they don't have to break a tackle. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's my two cents on on the, the issue of the Browns right now. Brian sounds a little angry. Yeah, a little bit. A little juiced I'm up hot. about this. This is, a, this is a juiced up podcast. We got some stuff later. That we, we're, we're, we already <laughs> talked about crack. Go off. Like, we're on a we're fucking roll. Maybe Blaze. we're on crack. Are we Ooh. on crack? <laughs> I mean, I'm on. <laughs> Let's let I'm the on, audience just. I'm on crushed up cheeses. <laughs> You're on crackers. Ha! Podcast is a bunch of crackers. <laughs> That's a bit I racist. mean, v- vanilla, wa- vanilla wafers are basically Trevor, crackers. Dude, Trevor, Trevor, <laughs> Trevor is the, the human embodiment of a vanilla wafer. Is, is, is a vanilla wafer the whitest cookie out there? Yes. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Club crackers. No, no, no. Cookie. It's a cookie. Oh. A vanilla wafer is a cookie, right? It's yeah. a wafer. It's yeah, not a fucking cookie. cookie. It's literally that's a, a wafer. What's the difference between a wafer and a cookie? A wafer is not a cookie. What do you call those rectangles that are strawberry flavored with a little cream in between each one? Okay. A wafer <laughs> is a crisp, often okay. sweet, okay. very thin. You know, they have a whole ass the, cereal called cookie crisp. It's the same thing. <laughs> the, the, the things Blaze are talking about, those really styrofoam... Yeah, strawberry flavor, that, that's a wafer. Those are that's not the same thing as vanilla wafers. Mm-mm. Those are improperly named. Have you uh, biting into a vanilla wafer is the densest thing out 
those things okay, are not okay, wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> dentist material on the periodic table. <laughs> I have to give you the win because on the side of the box it says relax with Benton's, Benton's snack time cookies. There you go. Uh, sponsored by Nilla Wafers. We are not sponsored by Vanilla Wafers. <laughs> this is not a Vanilla Wafer podcast. But if Vanilla Wafers is listening, we will take your sponsorship. <laughs> we'll take and two we'll athletes. Sponsorship. Well, it makes you think they're listening after the first two and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah, we lost all sponsorship know. credibility. Somebody, somebody who works at Vanilla Wafers or whatever the parent company is, just relaxing after work one day, catching up on their f- football. Mr. Wafer. <laughs> Mr. Wafer. Mr. Wafer himself. Have, have you ever seen a commercial for Vanilla Wafers? They don't need advertised. It's the people like Trevor that buy them. They don't need to see it on TV. <laughs> it's it, it's they're, mostly they're people that don't know how to society. use remotes. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Is Trevor the type of guy that has to tape all the other buttons besides like the channel change and the volume on the remote? <laughs> Some strays here, I guess. We are going up on a lot of tangents today already. <laughs> Wait, what was that white ass cereal that Trevor liked? That was uh, like the most plain shit on the planet. Oh, I Golden Grams? Golden Grams, that's what it was. <laughs> I had a bowl of those the other day. Oh, they're so Did good. you wash it down with some vanilla wafers and plain 2% milk? <laughs> <laughs> what else do you eat cereal with besides milk? No, I'm talking about your glass. <laughs> oh, okay. like Trevor's the type of dude that eats cereal and then has another glass of tall milk on the side. You got blaze as soon as you drink a cereal. <laughs> The definition of a tall glass of milk. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know, there's there's tall glasses of water, but no, I'm a tall glass of milk. Oh, Woo. <sighs> okay. Woo. What are we talking about? The Browns? <laughs> anyway, I think it was Blaze's turn to talk. I don't know if he can. <laughs> Browns suck. Browns are the vanilla wafers and the golden grams of the NFL. <laughs> Except we don't get washed down with a uh, large glass of 2% milk. It's just like a glass of nails. We get washed down with our tears. <laughs> it's very salty. I made you this Thanks sweater so. with my tears. <laughs> well, that was a riveting take by Blaze Davis. Trevor, what do you think? What are your feelings after this? I know we've been messaging stats about how the Browns suck. It's it's just disappointing because the offense, aside from a couple mistakes from Brissett, which, I mean, you can't fault him for. He's a below-average quarterback, I would say. Besides a couple mistakes from him, our offense has been fantastic. Our offense is doing what it needs to do to keep us in the hunt by the time that Watson gets back. And it's unfortunate that our defense is blowing multiple. I mean, we've blown, a, we blew another double-digit lead. We blew a double-digit lead against the Jets. A double-digit lead against the Chargers. I think our lead against the Falcons was only seven in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I believe so. Correctly, mm-hmm. but um, still, yeah. you blew you blow a fourth-quarter lead. But that's two two-score leads and a seven-point lead that you've blown, and it's just it's frustrating. All of our losses are by less than three points each. 
one to the Jets, three to the Falcons, and two to the Chargers. We've lost and six total points. Just, yeah, and if you think about it, we missed an extra point against the Jets and two field goals against the Chargers. So once again, I mean, it, it, kicker's not the only one to blame, but if you had a better kicker, you might win a couple that, more games. That just seems like we've been saying that for years with the Browns. Literally it's, every single no, fucking you know year. Why we say it every year? It's because we've had to watch Justin Tucker every year for the past 10 years. He yeah. never misses. Never misses. I, I I will say, I think that's probably a sentiment shared by a lot of teams in the NFL. Everyone have Justin, Justin Tucker. Tucker. But, but he's like, in our division. We have to watch him twice a year at least. Like, not only that, though, Blaze, I saw this stat. Since 2021, Browns opponent kickers have been kicking field goals against the Browns at a clip three percentage points higher than Justin Tucker's career average. Mm-hmm. We are I think, very unlucky. I think it's kickers. 34 of 36 against the Browns since 2021, which is ridiculous. And in that same time, the Browns are like 60%. Like, it's it's insane. It really is. It's the Browns' luck. But, yeah. but aside, Nick Chubb is a monster. Nick Chubb's I awesome. I love him. And I want him to have my children. So, I don't okay. think he can. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Physically, I don't think that's possible. Well, <laughs> you might have to, well, we might have to work on that, but we'll get there. Yeah, but, but, but I, I love Nick Chubb, so that's all I have to say about that. I mean, he's kind of awesome. So. Yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys touched on it. Our defensive tackles suck. Our our linebackers, especially Jacob Phillips, suck. But it's also it's also hard to be a good linebacker when the defensive tackles are in your lap as soon as the ball is hiked. Like it's it's hard to make plays like that. You got you guys really covered that pretty well. But one thing we didn't really We're discuss missing is Anthony Walker. Like yeah, hardcore too bad. That's bad. why Deion Jones is coming in. Yeah. Mm. And the other stale wart, or supposed to be, of our defense, Denzel Ward, has not shown up this Star-wart. year. That's what I say. Stale wart. Star Wars. Star wart. <laughs> anyway, Denzel Ward became the highest paid corner in the league at the time of his contract signing. At the at that time, we're like, oh, it's worth it, Denzel. Top five corner in the league for sure when he's healthy. Can't wait to have him around long term. He has disappointed us this year greatly. So I didn't know if you guys had any thoughts on him in particular in, in regards to the total defense being a disaster. Is it because of the defensive scheming, though? Because Denzel's really good in man, and we have not been doing a lot of man. I think we played a lot of man last week. Last week? I think so. Well, it's also, I mean, Denzel Ward match against Mike Evans is a bit of a mismatch. Mike Williams. Yeah, Mike Williams. Uh, either. Uh, if he was against Mike Evans, it'd be kind of the same thing. Um, big, I mean, he's just – he's not that big of a corner. He's not – physically, he can't impose himself against those kind of receivers as much as he can other kind of number one receivers like a, a Jamar Chase or Rashad Bateman. So in division, I don't know if it's too much of a problem, but when you face those bigger wide receivers, it's it's a lot harder for him. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Mike Williams dominated him last year, too. Mm-hmm. We just can't stop Mike Williams. Yeah. Well, we couldn't stop Austin Eckler, either. Yeah, man, we just maybe, maybe our defense is just bad against the Chargers. Let's just hope that that's the case. Except, you know, we gave up however many rushing yards in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but we didn't give up any passing yards. Who were they going to throw to? They passed, they passed yeah, the ball exactly. seven times. 
So? <laughs> They're the Browns defense. <laughs> May I I'm holding out hope that it was just the Chargers. But it hasn't been just the Chargers. It's been everybody we played. And the Jets. We've had a blown coverage against pretty much everybody, except for the Chargers, I would say. No, Mike Williams had a bomb. Was it a blown coverage though? Uh if you could call a blown run coverage blown coverage, we had one against Austin Eckler. That's <laughs> well, fair. I mean, that's just because our run defense is bad. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. And real quick, before we move on from the Browns, I did want to talk about the offense because Trevor did bring up a good point. Our offense is great. On PFF, we right now we have the number one ranked offense. And then per um, value over expected, I think, or points over expected value or whatever the heck that set is, we have, like, the number three offense, which is crazy. So, like, the offense is humming, and that's really, a, in my mind, a credit to Stefanski because he's taking a journeyman backup quarterback and making a top-five offense out of it, which is crazy to think. And there seems to be a lot of criticism on Stefanski because we're not winning these games, and I think we know it's pretty much on the defense and special teams, but people are really criticizing his end-of-game play calling which does it does stick out but when your margins for error are so thin because the defense sucks special teams has let you down and you have a below average quarterback you have no room for error so anytime you make a small mistake it causes you to lose the game and then you you get blamed whereas maybe with Deshaun Watson or an average defense those those play calls don't even become an issue because it doesn't matter it's obsolete he's calling such a good game other than that that it shouldn't be a problem but yet it is so I I don't really blame Stefanski at all. I think he's killing it. I I get mad at people who say we should fire Stefanski. He's the best head coach we've had since 1999. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, he, he makes about the same amount of mistakes as other quality head coaches. I mean, it's going to happen. You're going to call the wrong play every now and again. But because our offense, basically we rely on the play being right to move the ball because our quarterback is limited. And we don't necessarily have world beaters at wide receiver. When that play call isn't on, as much as I want to say Amari Cooper is good, he's good. But that's it we have at wide receiver. That's it. Donovan Peoples-Jones is nice. He's a nice third or fourth option. And he gets schemed open a lot because the scheme and the play calling is very good. But if he's just one-on-one against a corner, he doesn't get open that often. And Jacoby Brissett is less likely to throw him those you know, jump balls that maybe Baker was. That's why like half of DPJ's catches last year were contested. Like he just, he doesn't get open when he's matched up and then Baker will just throw it up last year because that's was Baker's style. But you know, if, if you put a quarterback like Deshaun Watson, he'll hit those open receivers a lot more. I know they said it on the broadcast a couple times against the chargers. Just Brissett just missed wide open receivers in his read. And maybe Watson doesn't do that, hopefully. But you're limited by the quarterback that you have in this offense. And the people that are blaming Stefanski better be thanking God that we don't have the dumbass that was on the other side of the coaching on this Sunday. Uh, Brandon Staley, who went for it on fourth and four or fourth and three from his own 48-yard line. Handed us the win. What an idiot. Oh, my God. Like – that's, I don't even think analytics tells you to go for it there. No. Put it deep and give them a minute left to go 60 yards. If 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 it was like Mahomes or Josh Allen on the other side. Right. Maybe. 
maybe I'd say, okay, you can go for it. Yes, but it was, but it was Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett in an offense that is mainly run-based, forcing them to go into a minute offense and get 60, maybe 65 no yards. No timeouts. If you pin them deep. No yeah. timeouts. So, Such a boneheaded decision. He got lucky. Thank God we don't have him as our coach. So, like, To me, that it never makes sense. Because essentially you're saying you have one play to get four yards. If you don't, you lose. Hypothetically, <laughs> kicker makes field goal. It's like you're you're currently winning the game, and then if you don't get four yards, you lose. That should when you're currently winning the game, you should never make a decision that if it goes wrong, you automatic you hypothetically automatically lose. Like yeah. I understand you play to win, but you also honestly you play not to lose. You don't put yourself in a position like your team in a position to lose, and he did. And he handed us the game, and we should have won. I think Brandon Staley at times forgets he has a defense. His post post game press conference was like, "We wanted to win the game right there." It's like we wanted the we wanted to win the game. That was the other way to win the game. Well, you can also win the game by like punting it and then having a defense do anything. Maybe maybe if you're on our twenty five or thirty, yeah, I, but no, not on your sure. own side of the field. Like that's not just in field goal range. Right? No, if like, it was what? At, if it was at like the forty, the if Stefanski did that. The would entire you fan base would have been calling for it. If you were what? If you were at the 40 plus, plus 40, would you go for it? What's Maybe our probably. fourth and two? What's our kicker look like? I was say, Kate York. Or who, whoever the chart, it's the Chargers. It's so a 50, 57 yarder? It's a 57, 57 yarder. yarder. Do you kick it and go up by four? I'm going for it. I'd rather. No, I, I would. I'd rather go. I would for say go for it. I'm not for kicking. It. I mean, but that's it was fourth and two. I think any, fifteen yard difference. Any closer than that, I'm kicking the field goal and making them score a touchdown. Yes, I agree. If you're at the thirty-five, kick the field goal. But also, what the fuck was the play call? Why would you not run the ball? You, yeah, you've been running it nonstop no, all day. I, I don't. I don't mind the play call. You wanted the best player's hands. Herbert's the best player. But oh, Austin Eckler was the best player apparently that game. Yeah, but it, when you go into that decision, I think he's thinking more along the lines of overall. I mean, we could debate that all day, but anyways, Brandon Steele is a dumbass consensus. Facts. So. facts, facts, facts. So Browns fans, I got nothing. It's it's a sad, sad existence. That's all. That's all it really is. It'll never change. But on on the flip side, on the good note, there were also. 12 other games or something like that to happen this week that we get to talk about. Starting off with the absolute <laughs> barn burner. I was going to say, don't start off with on the good side for this next game. <laughs> well, it depends. If you're a fan of field goals and defense, no, we had the game for you Thursday night. Broncos, Colts. I don't went, think it was the even fan. argue defense. Went to overtime and no touchdowns were scored. It was fucking phenomenal. <laughs> That's a word. The- Biggest travesty was that it didn't end in a tie. No team deserved to get a win on there. It really should have been a tie. And the Broncos are idiots. Hackett is a bum. He should be on the street this week. (laughs) (laughs) I I think my favorite part of the game is when the game went to overtime, all of the Broncos fans left. Like, they they were like, we're not watching this. They were like, get the clock out. They were yeah. starting. <laughs> I was watching that game at a bar, and I was like, oh, I guess it is kind of late. It's a work night, school night. And then somebody's like, the game's in Denver. Yeah, it's, it's two like hours. It's like 9 o'clock there. Time. And I was like, oh, my God, they're leaving. 
It's nine o'clock before a Friday. Like <laughs> they just didn't want to watch anymore. It was just it was painful. It was painful for all of us watching as well. Yeah. That was what a funny game, really. That had everything. All right, well, that, that's enough about that shite game. Russ sucks. That's really yeah. just the gist. Matt Ryan is old. He's, he's let Russ cook. The Monday night game, Chiefs Raiders, another classic Patrick Mahomes Andy Reid comeback. I feel like this happens every time they play in prime time. They fall behind by a couple scores and then they win. It's just what they do. What did you guys think about the Raiders blowing that lead? I mean, I kind of expected it. I felt like. Once the Chiefs scored their first touchdown, and then the Raiders punted it back to them, I think. I think I don't know if they scored right away or if they like got a field goal or something. I don't exactly remember what happened, but I, I was just like, yeah, there's no way the Raiders can keep up with the Chiefs. So, um, also shout out to Travis Kelsey for having four touchdowns and uh, 25 yards <laughs> receiving. <laughs> Still had like 35 fantasy points. Not no no he had like 33, and Taysom Hill had like one more point than him. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> I mean, Taysom Hill but, also did have four touchdowns. Taysom Hill was the highest scoring tight end last week, so. <laughs> so stupid. But, I mean, the Chiefs are good. I mean, I don't think anybody questions that. I, I was, I don't remember if I somebody sent this to me or if I saw it on Twitter, but or I, I heard it somewhere, but Mahomes is almost doing better now because he doesn't, he, he doesn't just have to jack it up to Tyreek. He actually has to, like, go through his progressions and, like, be a quarterback and he looks like fantastic <laughs> so yeah this was this was a very good game for the chiefs they faced some adversity and they won and speaking of adversity there was one call in that game that was oh, the that worst was call ever roughing the passer on chris jones when he strip sacked Derek carr he had the ball as he fell on him for roughing the passer i and the, the Grady Jarrett Tom Brady one was also terrible. Uh, but I, I think this is honestly, we're going to see a lot more of these um, because I think the NFL, and I was listening to Nick Wright earlier this week, and he, he mentioned like the NFL would rather not injure the court, would rather have the quarterback stay in the game and have terrible calls because it's better offense. Like, and, and we're moving towards almost where it's like as soon as you get onto the quarterback, they're going to blow it dead because they don't want the DTs tagging to the ground. And I mean, it's good for business. It's bad for defense. It's bad for viewership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you, you got to think like imagine if Mahomes in the playoffs gets sacked in the first quarter and is out of the game. I'd rather watch Chad Henney start a playoff game than watch whatever the heck that call was. Yeah, but you're still going to watch. Like, you're still going to watch, even with the bad call, you're still going to watch the game because it's Patrick Mahomes. I know, I'm still going to watch the game if it's Chad Henney. Even if I it's like know, 40, it's, it's 35 nothing in the second, in the start of the second half because the Chiefs can't score. We're Browns fans. We watch anything. Well, yeah, but the, we're not, not everybody in the NFL, in the, in the, in the country is a Browns fan and will watch shit. Blaze, what were you going to say? Um, <clears throat> it's not even that it's like a bad call, it's more like it's not consistent. A quarterback will get sacked the same exact way that Patrick Mahomes got sacked, and it will be roughing the passer versus won't be. And it feels just like a flip of the coin or just a random. It's just like, well, yeah, I feel like this helps the game right here, so I'm going to call this one. If it was consistent and there was like a base example of like, if this happens, this is roughing the passer, which it should be, but it's not. 
it, it was written that way of like full body weight on them. How else are you supposed to sack? It's some bullshit. But I don't think it's the worst rough in the passer call we've seen. I think that was like two years ago when Tom Brady got like lightly hit in the face, and it was the rough game against the Chiefs. Well, yeah. <clears throat> I think this I mean, was worse. But this, like this was a turnover. This one was worse. I think this one was a bit worse because that is actually like the face thing is actually written in the rule. If you hit the quarterback's face as they're throwing, that's roughing the passer. Like no matter how light it is. This one, it's like he braced himself or he tried to. Like he had the ball. He was going for the ball. And it just so happened that Derek Carr was in the way of the ball. It's like I think this one was the worst one I've ever seen. It was egregious. I I agree. But I do want to just question. I, I want to ask a question. Um, because there were two two-point conversions in this game um, that Twitter seemed to disagree about. So the first one, the Chiefs scored a touchdown to go up seven points. They went for two to go up two scores. Do you agree or disagree with that call? Agreed. I like it. Agree. I think yeah, their I field goal kicker right. was their their kicker was shaky. Right. Right. I agree. All right. The Raiders. Go down and score. They go for two. Do you agree or disagree? Disagree. 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 Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. I agreed with that one. Of Why? You did. Explain yourself. You're the outside. You're the outside person in this. Because you're against Patrick Mahomes. But what? I what's going t- up one point do? With four minutes left. If 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 they kick a field goal, you have a chance to win it with the field goal versus tie it with the field goal. Yeah, but if they're in a position to kick a field goal, that probably means they've run the clock down. I just think it was the right decision. Being up one point doesn't do anything for you. And being down one point is infinitely worse than being tied. That's fair. That's fair. I guess if there was less time left, maybe. Yeah, they they went for it too early. If there was, you know, 13 seconds left, (laughs) go for two. I'm talking like a minute and a half. Yeah. Yeah, if there was if it was like two minutes or under, I agree with it because yeah. you probably know you're not getting the ball back. So at right. that point, you either you know go for two. If you don't get it, you sell out, stop the run. Maybe get the ball back if you have all the timeouts. And if you do get it, then you know you got to get a stop. And I know it's hard, but like at least you have a chance to win. Okay, okay. I, it just doesn't make sense because like you go you go up one point and then you give Patrick Holmes the ball left with four minutes. Which is enough time for two, to give them two different possessions to score a field goal on, in all reality. That's fair. Like I, I just don't think it makes sense at that time. Like it just it had to be later in the game. Now on the on the flip side, let's talk about the Chiefs' opponent this week, which is probably the game of the week because we're getting Kansas City Buffalo again, which gave us the game of the year last year in the playoffs. So let's talk about the Bills absolutely depancing the Steelers. Yeah, I think this is more about the Steelers than the Bills. To be honest, I think the Steelers are—they're not—they're not, not going to be very good. Before last night's game with like the Raiders losing, the Steelers had the number one overall pick of the draft. Were to be like that day, they are stinky. Yeah, I—they have like the second or third best odds for the number one pick behind like Carolina and Houston. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, the question is, if they did get the number one pick, do they go quarterback? Well, you're starting Kenny Pickett the rest of the year, so you'll if you do have the number one pick, then Kenny Pickett was not that good. So, I guess. I mean, I don't know what else you would choose. But like, Kenny Pickett wasn't Will Anderson a good quarterback prospect. Why? I don't think. You, I mean, I guess, but like, you have pass rushers. I know Will Anderson and 
TJ Watt on the same field would be fucking crazy. Maybe you you trade down with a team with a couple picks and get some offensive line help. Yeah, that's that, that would probably what they would do because it's gonna I be. Mean, go ahead, Blitz. with the, yeah, with another pass rusher too though. Maybe their defense would actually still do something because as soon as TJ Watt's out of that defense, it's nothing. It sucks. Yeah, but when he's there, when he's there, it's good. It's very good. Now imagine two TJ Watts. It'd be pretty tough. It'd be pretty tough. But I think they have more pressing needs than a, another pass rusher. That's fair. Yeah, the Bills, the Bills are, are great. Yeah, the Bills are great. Bills are fantastic. We'll see. 98-yard touchdown. So Gabe Davis had touchdown. the uh, Randy Moss stat line of three catches, 178 yards, and like three touchdowns. Ridiculous. <laughs> it's kind of nutty. I mean, I think that the Bills... Are I, I still think the Bills are the Super Bowl favorites. I know that they lost to the Dolphins, but I don't know. Maybe the maybe the Bills' early schedule has been nice to them, but I think the Bills are very good, and I think that the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl like I picked preseason. So yeah, I don't know. I'm not really confident in my preseason Super Bowl pick anymore. <laughs> Who was your preseason Super Bowl pick? I don't even remember. I had the Chargers beating the Packers. <laughs> I think I had Ravens Packers. That's better. <laughs> Maybe. I think it's about the same. <laughs> I mean, I still have Bill's Vikings. The Vikings are 4-1. and one. Blaze, four and one. your Jets playoff pick, by the way. <laughs> what about it? It's – I'm not going to say, like, I, I'm hopping on the bandwagon, but it's looking all right. It's looking like it could happen, you know? That's what I'm saying. I'm saying they sneak in there. The Jets and Giants being good makes me mad because they shouldn't be. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Both of them being better than the Browns makes yeah, me want to jump off. One of them off. beat the Browns. <laughs> it makes me want to stand on this chair and then body slam myself on the floor. That's what it makes me want to do. Do it. I'm just kidding. Just do it. All right. Is there any other games of Week 5 you guys want to touch on? It was kind of a... Um. Kind of a lame duck oh, week, ahead, honestly. Boys. It was. Question. Answer. We're going to play a fun game of assault or not assault. Devontae Adams versus the camera guy. <laughs> not assault. By, by definition, it is assault. But it's not anything. Did you, did you, did you guys see the angle, the on-field angle, where Devontae yeah. Adams isn't, is looking down, the camera ran out in front of him? And there was yeah. no, yeah, it was so stupid, man. But like, I mean, a he lot got of people charged. were blaming yeah. him. But do you blame him? Because if I got pushed by a football player, I'm chasing that bag. I'm showing up with a cast of the course, next day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's going to well, look like the freaking guy from SpongeBob he... in the full body. Day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Every chasing day that I break bag. my arms. Every evening I break my legs. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, what Devontae Adams got charged with was. Not even misdemeanor. It was like the city ordinance law. So he faces. Plus, he could spend. He could spend 180 days in jail. He's not gonna. It's like a 250 dollars fine. <laughs> that's it. He's gonna get fined way more from the NFL. But yeah, that's fair. But like, I I, I heard an interesting point. Like Mike Evans got a one game suspension for pushing Marshawn Lattimore. Well, repeated offense. Yeah, but like he fights Marshawn Lattimore every single year. <laughs> yeah, but it's on field. <laughs> it's th- this one looks worse. Do you think he might get suspended? I doubt no. it. I doubt There's it. no chance. I doubt it too. 
It, it would be dumb if he did. Yeah. It, cameraman ran right out in front of him. Mm. He's he's big mad after Hunter Renfro took him out of that game. <laughs> Wait, what? On the last play, Hunter Renfro and Devontae Adams collided. Oh, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the deep shot to yep. end the game. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Well, that that wraps up week five. And as now, as Trevor always says, we are a fantasy football podcast after all. So now we're going to talk about fantasy. And right here on our on our agenda for the for the episode, it says Brian vindicates his frenemies claim against Blaze. Frenemies. Frenemies claim against Play Blaze. Play the clip right now, Blaze. <laughs> No, I'm not going to do the work. Oh, come on. Come on. You gotta. My name is Brian, and I think I'm going to win by 50 points next time I face him. You're right, Blaze. You know what, Blaze? I'll give you credit. I was not right about that. I was not going to win by 50. I won by, I believe, 59 or 61, something like that. I absolutely shanked Blaze in this fantasy. Yeah. Okay. That's colorful language. <laughs> yep. I shanked uh, okay. it. Okay. Shellacked. Destroyed. Okay. Eviscerated. Ooh. Whatever adjective you want to use, I did it to blame. Somebody bought a dictionary today. <laughs> <laughs> huh. It was it was a great vindication for me. I am very happy that it happened. If I lost to him again, I would not be able to sleep at night. <laughs> it would have been the worst thing I'd ever experienced. Because Blaze's team this year is not like not elite. It's not compared to like Brandon's or Trevor's. They're, they're, those it are couldn't even be teams. considered elite. Some people are asking: Is Blaze's team the worst team in the people league? Are Some people beating Trevor. They're, they're Blaze's team on the is street. the worst team in the league. I mean, it's it's pretty cut, clear cut and dry here. Blaze's team is dog water, absolutely ass. Blaze has the worst team in the league. I um, like. I disagree with that. <laughs> I don't. I'm just I don't. Okay. How how is Jalen's team better than Blaze's? Because I would say Jalen is the worst team. I would say Jay is worse than me. Name me. Name me where Jalen is better. Right, than hold Blaise. on. Let me let me pull the roster. While, while we're waiting, easily. Can somebody edit Tyler? Trevor's face onto the then Joe Burrow? The change my mind meme. Blaze's team is the worst <laughs> in the league. Change my mind. <laughs> so okay, so Kyler is better here. than Joe Burrow, according to Trevor? Speaking of them, they do face each other this week. They do. Well, I guess we'll yes, see. All right. uh, Blaze's, quarterback is, Blaze's quarterback is Kirk Cousins. It's Joe Burrow. Um, okay, well, he's starting Kirk Cousins. Oh, uh, Kyler, Murray, Kyler Murray is better than Kirk Cousins. False. Uh, Joe Mixon is better than Kareem Hunt. Yes. Um, Jonathan Taylor has been a dud this year, um, but I would say I would say he's better than Jeff Wilson, quite obviously. Would you say DeAndre um, Swift is better than Joe Mixon? Yes. Would you say Josh Jacobs is better than Joe Mixon? Yes, no. I, I would. Yeah, Josh this Jacobs year, is really? running back. Josh four. Jacobs just went, put up back to back thirty five point games. Okay, hold up. You <laughs> wanted Josh Jacobs from me, you little slut. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you talking to, Trevor? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's talking to me. He's talking to me. Well, if Anyways, Joe Mixon's so much better, go get Joe Mixon. There you go, Trevor. There you go. I don't want Joe Mixon. Um, there you go. All right. That's, hmm. that's Terry, all McClure, Terry McLaurin, A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown's better. Um, Cortland Sutton, Chris Godwin. Chris Sut- or Cortland Sutton has been better this year. Uh, Chris Godwin's been hurt half the year. 
Um, oh, so now Dallas you're Goddard account into injuries. Dallas Goddard and Gerald Everett. Dallas Goddard's uh, tight end five. Olave's better, but I'm Olave's pretty sure certain. Gerald Everett's like tight end six or seven. Uh, Gerald Everett's tight end nine. Okay, but Goddard's better. Tight end five. He was up there. He had one bad week this week. Uh, Nick Folk is. Oh wow, Nick Folk is Nick terrible Folk this is, year. He had a great game last week, but other than that, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I just think Jay's team's better. I, you literally went down the list you can... and you gave him the plus at one position. <laughs> That's true. Even the plus at two positions. What was the other position besides quarterback? I think because uh... it wasn't running back and it wasn't receiver. Oh, I forgot. Uh, tight end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't care. I'm sticking with it. I think I think Blaze is the worst team. All right. Well, you know what I want to think. First round exit. <laughs> Overrated okay. as fuck, in my opinion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think you Numbers just got lucky, and... and I think you're going to fall from grace like Kevin did last year. I mean, Trevor has already been the victim to some heavy touchdown regression and performance regression after the first couple weeks. Oh, but, yeah. like, oh, yeah. it's but it was purposeful months. regression. He's not going to score 235 <laughs> points every week, like, week two. <laughs> Like, it's regression back to the mean. It's not necessarily, like, worse than expected. Actually, I do want to look at this. Okay, so Blaze, other than Blaze's 150-whatever point week one, I don't think he's been that good. He scored 102 last week. (laughs) And I'm going to compare this to what Jay scored. Jay scored 140. Uh, Blaze scored 112. Jay scored 99. Okay. All right, so they're one and one against each other. We'll do it this way. Yep, yep. Well, Blaze also um, scored more in week one. We know that. So that he, Blaze is two and one, basically. Two and one. Blaze, Blaze scored 111 week three. Jalen scored 95. So he's three and one. Okay. Um, Blaze scored 91 week two. Jalen scored 121 week three two. Three and two. Blaze is still okay. better. Okay. So I have the better team in every metric, including points four. <laughs> including the metric that Trevor is actively trying to make up in his head to prove his point. <laughs> I don't care. I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. You know, Trevor, Trevor, this is a real Brian argument you have going. (laughs) I don't care. You you fire off the the new Brian. You fire off the new Brian and then find stats that disprove you. Like in your (laughs) argument, you have actively disproven yourself, but yet still stick to your guns. I think that Blaze is going to lose to Jalen this week, and I think that's going to be that's going to make him the worst team in the league. So, you know, if if Blaze loses this week to Jay, I'll concede he's the worst team in the league. Thank you. I will too. For now. Okay. Well, you're going to lose, so. Well, you're stupid. (laughs) No, you're stupid. (laughs) No, I'm Um, Mr. (laughs) Chris. Okay. Anyway, next segment. The rich get richer, the poor get poor. And I'm assuming this is in relation to Blaze getting even more injured. I mean, it's just a generalization of the knowledge. Four one and four teams and three four okay, one are better teams. What, I think that's what Trevor was trying to hit at before he's. Oh, well, maybe it was pooped. Trevor, what were you trying to say? If you're back, what you just said. Well, okay. I, I could pretty much hear everything, but yes, what you were saying. Yes. So we have what is it? Three one and four teams. Four one four, and four, one, and four. four one and four. Oh my god! <laughs> four one and four teams. CJ is three and two. Me and Trevor are four and one, and and Brandon is five and zero. Oh. There is a very clear delineation of who is good and who is not good in this league. We're about to have two bad teams in the playoffs. <laughs> I don't think Kevin's team is necessarily terrible. He's just gotten some unlucky injuries. 
and trades that he shouldn't have I made. I mean, one in four. I mean, <laughs> how can you say that one in four is good? But okay. <laughs> Tre- Trevor you gets are a- such a scoreboard reading. Tre- Trevor gets a- one scoreboard! good fantasy team and thinks he's the hottest shit on the planet. I'm sorry. I have made it to like three championships in a row. This league's been around in more our leagues. <laughs> yeah, and I made it. To- and I made it to the championship in the other league last year as well. And I won or made it to the championship the year before that as well. Okay, okay you sound like the Browns right now. Oh, we won the NFL championship in uh <laughs> We won the preseason championship. Whatever, whatever. Okay. Okay, whatever. He's re- he's he, real cocky today, and I don't know yeah, if I it's like getting this to your head. He is. He is. Yeah. You guys can be my biggest haters. Co- cocky doesn't look good on you. That's why I'm never cocky. Go eat Except your right wafers. <laughs> Go eat your wafers. <laughs> Grandpa. <laughs> All right, Blaze. The question we're all wondering: Are you blowing it up? Is it a fire sale? And if so, what can I buy? <laughs> We've already I've made, made our a decision of oh. four trade offers. Oh, oh wait, this is about I'm to be a live react. Going to go for the best offer, which is from me. <laughs> which is from one Kevin Rupert. Oh. Really? He shall receive A.J. Brown. Oh, my. And in exchange for a 2025 fourth-round draft pick. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of thought that was coming. I knew, I knew Kevin's offer was that kind of one. <laughs> I will say, it is a battle between Brian and Brandon. Yeah. They got, they got some offers. Do I want to duke this out right now? It would be great. Entertainment. <laughs> let's go. Let's get into a bidding war. Come on. Okay. Both have their good parts, good qualities. Mm-hmm. I like Brandon's. I also like yours. I like your <laughs> okay. player you're giving me, Brian. Mm-hmm. But not a fan of the rest. Brandon's only asking for AJ Brown. Mm. And I get two players from him. I only oh. get one player. And two draft picks from you. And I saw what you did with that third round draft pick of 2024. <laughs> you ain't fooling anyone with that. I'm not trying to fool anyone. I was trying to make the most fair deal that I can think of. And I mean, I can throw players in too. I have other players that I can offer. I just sent you a trade offer, Blaze. <laughs> <Fine, I'll laughs> <throw, get out laughs> <of here. laughs> oh, boy. Let's see what it is. Drum roll, please. I have not done any research if that's even a good trade for me, so that <laughs> might just be bad. But <clears throat> I thought he was a bad running back. Oh. Trevor is offering oh, so wait. me Gabe Davis, a 2023 second round, 2024 second round, and 2023 fourth round. Four. For Josh Jacobs. Please. Brian, are you, you thinking what I'm thinking? That. I think you should accept that. I think you should accept that before <laughs> on, he withdraws it. On the spot. <laughs> I pressed it. Trevor, no, I didn't Trevor, withdraw. Did withdraw that. <laughs> I pressed it. Oh, well. It wasn't loading. Oh. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate. Um, that was a steal considering Josh Jacobs is not under contract with the Raiders next year. Yep. 
I don't like this game anymore. <laughs> we should have Wait, saved Blaise, our. I do have our... a question. How many times did you get my trade offer? Because my phone was bugging, three. so I just, I just kept. Hitting... <laughs> I got it three times. I just kept hitting send because it wasn't going through, and then afterwards so... I checked, and there was three trade offers for me, and they were all the exact same trade. <laughs> the amount of times I've looked at each of them too, and it's like there's got to be some difference in these, right? So, so Blaze, what? What could I do? Because I assume this means you would prefer Brandon's over mine currently. That, that seems me. to be a running theme in our lives. Brandon, people right. just preferring Brandon over Brian. I sent you another trade proposal. Do you want to know the banker's offer is? Blaze, set, read it out loud, and then I will text you if you should accept it immediately. I'll text you too. <laughs> Wait, I'll put us in a group chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We have Gabe Davis, a 2023 second, and a 2023 fourth for Josh Jacobs. I have I have sent my answer in. All right, I feel like I'm on Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon also knows my answer. The results are in. I accepted. Yay! <laughs> Let's just go straight into top flops and drops for the sake of time. Trevor, kick it off. Cool. Uh, tops, Josh Allen again. He's a monster. Uh Fantastic quarterback. Nick Chubb, he is also a monster. Uh, fantastic running back. And then Daniel Carlson scored 16 points, and he's the kicker one, so he's pretty cool, too. Um, drops Juju. Juju does not get, like, anything with Kansas City. And, like, one of his only targets that he got on Monday, he dropped. Uh, so I would say Juju is definitely a drop. He's just been very bad this year. <laughs> Brian? We oh, got please. Who please, I, I just mean? traded away. Josh Jacobs, RB4 on the air, but contract year. We'll see what happens next year. Oh, it's now that you traded him, they're resigning him. Hmm? I now said that now that you traded him, yeah. they're going to resign him. That's okay. Him. <laughs> and top, Justin Tucker. He's on fire. He scored, what, 16, 13 points for you? My kicker scored one. <laughs> Flops. Gerald Everett. It's because I started him this week. Sorry, everyone. RB4 on the year before I started him, and he got a solid RB. one reception. You can start tight end. Tight end. Tight end four. <laughs> and then drop Devontae Parker. <gasps> Two games this season, he's got a goose egg, and this was one of them. Against the Lions. You would think he would get some. Nikhil Harry blew up, but Devontae Parker? <laughs> Stinky. Drop him. Um, okay. Tops. I wasn't really thinking about tops. Uh, Brees Hall. Brees Hall. He's finally, he's, could be Dynasty RB1 in the next couple weeks. I mean, he keeps getting more and more snap percentage, and he finally broke out, had a great game. Was tackled at the one-yard line twice on big gains, which is a bit disappointing, but, you know, we'll, we'll take it. We still beat Blaze by 60, so it was fine. Didn't need him to, to get in those for those scores. Uh, <laughs> flop, the other tight end I decided to start. Pat Fryermuth got concussed, caught two balls for like 10 yards. It was, you know, what good, good enough to, to beat Blaze's tight end, but um, not not good enough to, to be a startable tight end. I need to really figure out what I'm going to do with tight end. Hopefully Kyle Pitts does something this season. Who knows? Um, and then drop. Trevor kind of stole my drop. I was going to say Juju. Tops, Austin Eckler. Man, did he have a good game. Like, just... He had, a, he had a rough start to the year. He he got the touchdowns uh, in week four that propped him up, but not many yards. And then he actually broke out this past week. If he rushes the ball for the rest of the year half as good as he did against the Browns, 
add in his his passing volume that he's been getting. Austin Eckler's to the moon again. I was also going to mention Juju as my my flop, but instead I'll just say Cooper Cup ruined us last year into thinking that solid wide receivers getting a new quarterback are bound to blow up because Allen Robinson, Juju, and DJ Moore all suck ass. <laughs> so thanks, Cooper Cup, for that one. I think and, DJ Moore will be better with PJ Walker. <laughs> I think DJ Moore might actually get better this season without Baker. He's been when bad. Sam Donald comes back, let's go. I'm excited for Sam Donald. That's how much Baker sucked. Okay. Uh, last one was Teddy Bridgewater. Not because he did anything wrong, but he got hurt. His final stat line was one pass attempt, no completions. <laughs> that is a safety. And he saved intentional me. grounding for a safety on the play he got injured on. Pain. I'm one in four because of quarterback injuries now. I'm 0 and 5 because I'm not trying. Whatever, Brian. <laughs> so that was your week five recap, both in fantasy and in real life. Now we're going to move forward to our week six pickums. Brian, you want to give us the recap to how we ended up last week? Yes, I do. So it was another really solid week for everybody involved. We all finished with above 500 records. Blaze, absolutely dominating yet again, went 5-0. and it's Yeah, pick-ups. baby. Craziness. Trevor and I, both with a solid 4-1 and one record. And Brandon, just like he's been doing all season, is coming up on the rear uh, at 3-2. and two. So not bad. Not bad by any means. coming on the rear? Coming up on the rear. They're coming on my back? Coming on. (laughs) They're going? They're finishing me? (laughs) They're going down? Um, Yeah, so Brandon, I know you have your spreadsheet. Um, What are we looking at for the totals? Oh, wait, hold on. I forgot to pull up the spreadsheet. Please hold. Please hold. Please hold. hold. Jeez, keep moaning in my ear. I'm not going to get it done any faster. Usually it gets it done much faster. Yeah, sometimes oh, it gets, it gets me done faster, not necessarily the task at hand. <laughs> unless, I'm the, unless I'm the task at hand. <laughs> okay, let's go around the room. Who's the most vocal? <laughs> um, the girl that Trevor brings back Blaze to our apartment. On my, <laughs> Blaze, on my, on my screen, you were pointing at no one. <laughs> Me too. You're pointing into nothing on my screen. Yeah, he there was you go. Just, he was pointing into like into no one. <laughs> well, I'm top now right on my screen. Oh, I'm the top right on my screen. I'm the top right on my screen. <laughs> hey, I'm the top, top left. Right? Whoa, man. That's All right, standings right now. Blaze in first with 21. Brian in second with 18. Trevor in third with 17, and Brandon in last with 14. <laughs> I'm getting a nice hotel too. We're gonna yeah. get a party. <laughs> it's gonna be my Brandon's do it big weekend. Yeah, <laughs> vlog it do for a big us. weekend. Give us some updates it's my, throughout. It's, mine. it's my do it big weekend. Oh, that's gonna be a requirement. Oh yeah, I'll vlog the whole thing. All right, first pick them. Bengals at Saints. Saints right now are a two and a half point home underdog. I mean, two points, sorry. Can't read. Blaze. Bungles all the way. I think they're finally catching the groove a bit. I know they had a rough game against the Ratbirds last week, but it was close. And the Saints, I think, are not very good, especially if Chris Olave is out this week and Michael Thomas continues to be injured. And if Jameis doesn't play either, all they have to do, guard Taysom Hill, you're good. 
I also have the Bengals. Oh, sorry. I agree. That's all I have to say. Yeah, but I have the Bengals too. Bengals minus two. I also have Bengals. I thought about going Saints just to be different. And you then in, that. In, in, in hopes of then just being 0-5 this week. But I'll, I'll take I'll take the Bengals. Two, two almost seems like a rat line. It seems odd, but who knows? Second game, we got Broncos at Chargers. Chargers are a five-point home favorite. Trevor. I keep forgetting that I have so, to call on people like class. Yeah. <laughs> As much as we hate the Broncos, I think the Broncos' defense is good enough to cover against the Chargers. So I have Broncos plus five. And we're going to let Russ cook. And he's going to cook up like 12 points total. But the Chargers are only going to score 16. So, Please. Broncos didn't score a touchdown last week. They scored one touchdown the week before that, I think. And then, before that... Uh Uh-uh. They're allergic to the end zone. Chargers all the way. I know Chargers are kind of stinky right now, too. But Denver is looking like possibly one of the worst teams in the NFL. They suck. Nathaniel Hackett's a joke. Russ is garbage. Javante Williams is hurt. Eh, Chargers can easily cover this. Bry guy? I agree with Blaze. The Chargers are going to cover the minus five. Broncos also lost their left tackle for the season. Um... That's another injury. They had another injury that I don't corner. remember. A corner go out, and the rest of their injuries aren't. I don't think will be healthy for this week. I think it's terrible that we're being forced to suffer through another primetime Denver Broncos game. This is, this is like the fourth or fifth one already this season. It's it's just annoying at this point, and I hope the Char- Broncos the, the Denver Broncos suffer for That's that. That's right. I'm tailing. Brian and Blaze, we're going to be the triple Bs on this one. I'm also taking the Chargers. Um, I I think we're getting dangerously close to the team gives up on the head coach territory with the Broncos. There are tensions rising, and I don't think it's going to get any better for them anytime soon. I'll take Chargers minus five. Next up, game of the week, Bills at Chiefs. Chiefs are a a two-and-a-half-point home underdog to the surprise of many. Brian. I'm taking the Bills to cover this here. I I have said, I'm on record saying I think the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. But I did watch the Chiefs' defense last week and, and, you know, prior weeks. They're not that good of a defense. So until they show me that they can actually stop somebody who's not as good as Josh Allen, I think the Bills' offense and the Chiefs' offense are similar, but the Bills' defense is a lot better. So by that logic, even though it's an arrowhead, I think the Bills will squeak out a win. But I don't think it changes my opinion that the Chiefs would win in the playoffs. Please. It's such a shame that this is not primetime Sunday night football, even Monday night. Well, it's just, this is 4 o'clock Tony Romo, though. <sighs> so garbage. It's the worst fate you could do. And it's a Chiefs game that he's commentating. You know he's going to be jizzing all over them. Yeah, but he's also going to be jizzing all over Josh Allen. I know, this gonna is going to be a Tony fest. Romo in like an <laughs> oh, orgasmic Jim. state oh, for Jim. three and a half oh, hours. Oh, Jim. Oh, Jim. <laughs> God, this is the hardest pick I've had to do all season, I think. And two and a half. I think I'm going to go Bills, too. I think just based on what Brian was saying about they have the better defense, I think Chiefs maybe have the better offense. 
but I don't know. Unstoppable force versus uh, immovable object. Bills. All right, Trevor. So, and correct me if I'm wrong, is this the first time Mahomes has been an underdog in Arrowhead in his career? I think so. Wait, Brady. He might have been a home underdog against maybe, Brady maybe once. That, maybe that it, it wasn't the playoffs or something. Um, maybe it, they played in the regular season before the playoffs that year in Arrowhead. And Brady right. won. I don't know if they were favored. No. No, the Chiefs won at Arrowhead that year. They did? I thought yeah. the Patriots uh, won. One time they went. They went up to like a twenty-eight point lead. There was one where it was like forty-two to thirty-seven or something. It was a high-scoring one where the Patriots won. Maybe I don't oh, know. Patriots. Yeah, so I was thinking of the, the one against the Bucks. But um, either way, um, the Chiefs fans affected the game on Monday night. Like they affected after that blown call, they affected it. And it scares me to pick the Bills because I think this is going to be a ruckus crowd. And it's a rematch of what we saw last year. And we saw the Chiefs came up on top last year. But I'm going to go Bills, minus two and a half. I think that the Bills get it done. Um, but the thing is, is, I think the Bills are going to win this. But they cannot let it get to their heads if they beat the Chiefs in the regular season. They have to keep the foot on the gas and then also beat them in the playoffs for it to even matter. This is a regular season game. so But Bills, minus two and a half. All right. I, I agree with Blaze. And this is one of the hardest pickups we have. Because it feels dirty to get Mahomes as a fit, as an underdog at home. It feels not right. And with Josh Allen as their quarterback, the Bills have had a tendency as as favorites to either blow out the opponent or lose straight up. That That's their thing. They either beat you by 14 or they lose. So it seems like another game where you either take Chiefs money line or you bet Bills spread. Unfortunately, that's not a question here. <laughs> um... There's two outcomes, really. Bills come out, prove something, and win big. Or it's the classic Bills try too hard, Josh Allen does too much game. And then the Chiefs remind everyone that they're the Chiefs and win it. And I'm going to go with the latter. I'm going to take the Chiefs two and a half. I'm going to take Patty Mahomes as a f- underdog at home. It feels like it feels like a square choice. So we'll see. I'm sure the Bills are going to win, and I'm going to lose this one. Dude, I'm going to be one and four. I'm good. I might be 0-5 this week. I have no I I have no confidence in my picks and I'm just sitting here second guessing every little bit. Just like trying trying to find an edge and I have I have none. I'm in complete shambles. I have no confidence. You've broken your spirit. I am broken. I'm a broken better right now. I don't know what I don't know which way's up, which way's down. But the next game is Cowboys at Eagles. Eagles are a six point favorite at home brian what do you think well we don't know if dax played cooper rush is poised they said to start right now. they basically said cooper rush is playing okay that doesn't change too much i got this is minus six eagles i don't think the cowboys will win but i think it'll it won't be a plus six eagles have played close games for like three or four of their games this season like, they don't score in the second half. They usually get out to a lead, other than the Jacksonville game where they came from behind. But they usually get out to a lead, and then they just kind of hold it. So, I think this will be a very close game at the end, and I think the Eagles will win, but I'm picking the Cowboys to cover plus six. I agree with Brian. Eagles are the better team, I think. But six points is a lot, especially to a divisional rival. And I know the home field advantage gives them a little bit in Philly, but Cooper Rush? 5-0. and 0. 
I think it's they're going to get a run for their money. I think it's going to be closer than people think, but I still think Cowboys cover. Trevor, what do you think? So I originally circled Eagles, crossed it out, and now I have Cowboys circled. But be different. I think the I think the Eagles are going to win minus six. I think they're going to cover. I think they're going to move to six and zero on the season. Um, I think they're only going to win by seven. I don't think they're going to win by any more than that. I think that it'll come down to a game-winning drive by Rush, which I don't know if he's necessarily done that yet. Um, I, I mean, maybe a field goal. I think he has a couple game-winning field goal drives, but a touchdown drive, I don't know. So I'm going to, I'm going to go Eagles minus six here. Not so fast, Trevor. Give me the Cowboys. Cowboys Nation, let's ride. I'm plus six. It's it's a division. It's a divisional game, prime time against a team that has a tendency not to blow people out. They are a ground and pound team that leads yourself into more close games. And the Cowboys defense is really good. Cooper rushes at least all right. Six is too many points. Give me the Cowboys. Last but not least, our hometown Cleveland Browns hosting the New England Patriots. Right now we are a three-point favorite i think it may have opened at two and a half trevor what do you think give me the brownies we're gonna bounce back we're gonna be 500 this week and we're all about to be back are we all bro don't tell me we're all picking the browns (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let's just let's just see the picks but i'm back i'm back up I'm ba- I was devastated, but I'm back up. I also have your Cleveland Brownies. <laughs> Bailey, Zapp. <laughs> Bailey Zapp is their quarterback. Devontae Parker sucks. Damian Harris is also going to be out. Damian Harris is out. Yeah, but yeah. Ramondre Stevenson is pretty good. I think he might be He's better. Hi, Yeah. Akeel Harry. We can guard him. But we're not in Foxborough. Browns are going to bounce back. big Akeel Harry anymore. <laughs> they cut they him. Jacoby yes. Myers, Jacoby Myers. Jacoby, that's who I meant. Jacoby Nelson Myers. Aguilar, <laughs> um, uh, Hunter Henry, is Nelson Aguilar, John really Smith. a threat, buddy. Uh, who's their Who's their um, other guy? Uh, uh, what's his name? The guy Bill who's Bill run Jay. like four routes. No, the receiver. Fuck, what's his name? I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes, you do. Oh my god, it's Brashad Perryman, but not. It's somebody did, in the he, same did vein. He played for the 49ers? Yes, he did. Oh my god, what's his name? <laughs> Shit. Hold on, hold on, Brian. I'm coming to the rescue. Fuck. What's his name? This is like the Weddle all over again. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Dude, if this if this guy was on the Weddle, ain't no way we're going to get him. Kendrick Bourne. There we go. Oh, oh I know that name, yeah. Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick um, Boring. Okay. Come on. Now it didn't land. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Brian, I, I, so I got the Browns circle, but like, hear me out. If we all pick the Browns, we know they're not, they're going to lose. <laughs> Should I bite the bullet again? Because I did it once when they played Atlanta and they lost still. <laughs> I don't think you need to bite the bullet. Okay, I'm not biting the, the bullet. bullet. I'm going with the Browns. <laughs> I'm also going with the Browns, man. Yeah. Wait, we're back on the train. Have we all been on the exact same side of the Browns games and all been wrong all year? No. I got one right. I got the Falcons one right. I got last week's right because I said they needed to prove me wrong. I got last week's right as well. We all got last week right. No, yes. No. Two of us picked the Chargers. Brandon, you and I picked the Chargers. Wasn't it Chargers plus two? Or minus two? Plus three. 
or my yeah minus three. Yeah, yeah. So we barely missed out on that. I can't pick a Browns game to save my life. I, I think well, I'm now you're, we're all in this together, as Trevor would say in a YouTube video. Oh wait, no. Let's think. Who did we play week one? We played. Panthers. The Panthers. Panthers. Only Blaze picked the Browns. I took the Panthers, so I didn't get that. Week I two. Jets. Against the we Jets. all took the Browns. I took the we Browns. All we all lost that. Week three, Steelers. I took the Steelers, and they covered until that stupid fucking touchdown at the end yep. of the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Week four was the Falcons. You I guys took the all Browns. took the Browns. I took the Falcons. Yep. 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 Last week, week I took the Chargers. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we, we need to stop picking with Brandon. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, Blaze, ironically, you and I have the same exact picks. Are you sure? I thought... Okay. Yep. Bills, right. Bengals, Chargers, Bills, Cowboys, Browns. It's unfortunate. I wanted to gain some ground, but I'm okay with it, as long as I beat Brandon. I'm a sad, sad man. All right, Brian. Wait, Wrap we're seen a certain weekly segment. We are. Weekly set. Oh, the, oh, the Kirk Cousins set. How can I forget that? We're a Kirk Cousins podcast. Yeah. All right. So first, we we have two this week. We have a fan submittal. Submittal? A fan submission. submission. Sorry. A fan submission from none other than our number one listener, Blaze Davis. <laughs> yeah, fan. He, said, he sent me this. Kirk, he, he's so dedicated to the podcast and – being a Kirk Cousins fan, that he sent me the stat at 1.30 a.m. Sunday. <laughs> the stat is, Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins has thrown a touchdown pass in 34 straight games, which is the longest active streak in the NFL and the eighth longest streak in NFL history. <laughs> oh, my God. He is remarkably consistent. He's, he's like that flannel you buy at Kohl's. It'll never let you down. With Kohl's couch? With Cole's cash. The second Kirk Cousins stat of the week is last week he completed his first 17 passes. He was 17 of 17. To put that in perspective, if you add up Justin Fields' completions from week one and two together, it is still less than what <laughs> Kirk Cousins completed consecutively in the first half of his game. Oh my God. Justin Fields had eight completions in week one and seven completions in week two for a grand total of 15. Too short of what Kirk Cousins had consecutively to open up the wow. game last week. That is something. Damn. Kirk Cousins good. Now, Brian, bring her home with this week's segment of This or That. So, we have done this before. We did it during the Halloween candy episode and during the Thanksgiving episode. But basically, I have a list here of 15 things that I have ranked. Now, Trevor knows what the topic is, but Blaze and Brandon wait, do, do we not. Wait, do we not? Oh, wait, yeah, wait. I forgot. I don't know so the topic. they are learning about this topic in real time so that I can make sure their opinions are fresh. <laughs> so this week, uh, we are ranking types of pasta. Oh, God. <laughs> so it is not the not like chicken alfredo. That is a dish. Like this shapes? is the shape of pasta. Okay. okay. I have I bullshit right here. Listeners, if you thought the great Sam Howell debate or the Jimmy Garoppolo debate was the greatest we've ever had, just wait till this one. I have a feeling Alrighty. Brian's going to give us Friday. starting it off at number 15. I'll give 15 and 14 and then you know the rest. I can't even name 15 pastas. Well, 
I, I couldn't either, so I had some help in putting some down <laughs> from, from the peanut gallery earlier today. Alrighty, we're going to kick things off at number 15. We got Linguini. Linguini? Linguini. At 15. That's one of the five that I can name, and you have it at 15? <laughs> yup. Yup. And its All first right. competitor at number 14, we got spaghetti. No, fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you shitting me? That is the Let's you go. Let's start it off. No, no, no. no. You did that. You did that just to piss nope. us off. No, nope. I got, I got thirteen other ones. Oh on my god! There are no way that there. That's I fucking swear, bullshit. You, I you swear, couldn't even name thirteen other. I swear to God, yes, I can. If you have something on here like multicolored pinwheels at like number nine, <laughs> I'm going to lose my marbles. <laughs> Don't say anything. Just <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I will put it to the floor. Who would rather have linguine or spaghetti? Spaghetti, classic. They're both so good. They are, but not good enough to make the top thirteen. <laughs> I, think, I think you have to go with the classic. I think I think Blaze is right, unless Trevor has enough of a conviction. No, I I would agree with spaghetti. I don't even think I've ever had linguine. It's you never had linguine? It's basically spaghetti. Oh. They're they're essentially the same damn thing. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, why I put them back to back. The classic spaghetti is linguine's flat. Alrighty. It's the same size. Yeah, okay. It's pretty flat. Okay, okay. Okay, so spaghetti moves on. Linguine is now number fifteen. At that's number a, that's assault. That's a crime against the Italians. At number thirteen, <laughs> we have rotini. Those little curly Q things. The fuck is rotini? I'm gonna have to like Google all this shit. <laughs> you hold have on, rotini? Hold on. What is wrong with you, bro? Yep. Oh, they grab they the sauce. Like rotini. Yeah, they do grab the Tre sauce Ooh. pretty well. Trevor is oh, sharing, Trevor's sharing the, the screen. screen. Okay, there we go. Dude, I'm taking yeah. rotini. Rotini is. Goated. I'm taking rotini. Rotini, rotini is, is top. Amazing. Really? Rotini. Rotini's top two, not second. Wow. Trevor, I can convince no, you. No, no, Trevor, I can convince no, you right no, here, right no, no, now. Listen, no, 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 no. I'm going to convince you first. Yeah, wait, let, 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 let Trevor, let Trevor Blaise, talk first. Blaze, Rotini already won. It already won, but I just no, want to give my side. Sweep. We have to get some arguments. It's not going to fucking sweep because I don't like the, Rotini. The losing side has to go oh, first. Your white bread vanilla wafer ass. <laughs> oh, my God, whatever. You tall glass of whole milk looking ass. <sighs> no, but like, okay, look, Rotini. So when you boil, when you make spaghetti, you boil it, the whole thing boils evenly. When you boil rotini, you have to boil it for longer because it's so thick. Like, because if you, if you don't boil it long enough, it's like hard. Is that your argument? That's your argument. That's trying to win me over. <laughs> Man, I have to boil the thicker spaghetti more. Instead of six minutes, I have to set my timer for seven I spaghetti is my choice, but it doesn't. Trevor, matter, I feel so. like you're the type of person that doesn't even salt their water when they cook pasta. I put salt. In How much? Water. I mean, a couple shakes of a salt shaker, or like the whole tub, because I put like no, like a, like a salt shaker. Just I put like a teaspoon. That's a crime against humanity. Again, <laughs> picture this: it's a Thursday no. afternoon in the fall, crisp air, but still very comfortable outside. You just got done running three miles. What do we do? We cram miners into the back of our trunks. What? Wait, wait, what? And we drive out somewhere. Whoa, 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 hold on. What the fuck? We're also no, miners it, when it, it happens. Okay, let okay. it finish. We're also okay. miners. Let Russ cook. 
we see in the distance an orange dodge dart with none other than J Baby Grimes in there. We follow him, get lost. But we race there. Eric Rakita gets rear ended or rear ends. Whoever it was. I cannot remember her name. Gets gets rear ended by Jailbird. That was it. You get to the team feed, you get your breadsticks, and you get your pasta. Do you know what pasta that it is? It'd be so funny if it was spaghetti. <laughs> You're fucking telling me that you had rotini at those things? You, it was the big buckets of the rotini. That's all you had. It was The sauce was caked in there. The parmesan. <laughs> I mean, I had a shit ton of mac and cheese, but... The parmesan. All right, well, I'm going to just say... I'm going to end that debate right now. I think uh, spaghetti lost that one. Rotini yeah. didn't, yes. didn't move on. Trevor... Quite possibly the worst argument in the history yeah, of arguments. Yeah, quite possibly. You know, I, I expected more from. Trevor is Trevor Williams. the worst debater on the podcast? People are asking. <laughs> People are asking. That is true. <laughs> He's, He's proven it. He's proven it this episode. All right. So at thirteen, we still have Rotini. At number twelve, we have gnocchi. Oh. Excuse me. Potato gnocchi. Pasta. Dude, good, that uh, good. is not how you spell G N O C C I. Okay, in his like, fairness, that's not how you say that. Gnocchi. Gnocchi. Okay, so basically, Blaze and Trevor, what it is, is it is a pasta. I know what but it is. I see it now. Okay. But what you but, just But said it's was made of potato. It's, uh, it has it is potato. Made of potato. I mean, I like I like that Google knew what I was looking up. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure many people made that mistake. I think, oh, dude, oh, that looks when you so do it tasty. homemade with a fork. When you do it oh. homemade with a fork, it's yeah. you know, chip it, uh, chicken paprikash. Ooh, Ooh. For those for those who go to Trader Joe's, they sell a freezer meal. That's um, <clears throat> excuse me, it's cacio pepe gnocchi. But it's essentially just the greatest Alfredo sauce ever with the gnocchi. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, I'm going for gnocchi. This looks like I'm also going for gnocchi. That's much better than rotini bullshit. Trevor, have you ever had gnocchi? Uh, like once okay. or twice. <laughs> so good. I, I still think... want to take rotini because of the versatility, but the, 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 the votes have been cast. Okay. Next on the list... It's gnocchi versus shells. Gnocchi. Gnocchi. Medium shells. Gnocchi is what shells wish they were. Get that shells out of here. Like the... like No, the, not no. shells and cheese forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the actual like Italian it's, it's name is. It's medium shells. Medium shells. Medium-sized shells. Medium-sized hermit crab shells. There you go. It's literally there called medium go. shells. It's the gorilla medium shells. Oh, okay. No, I'll take gnocchi over this. Now, if it's shells and cheese, that's a different story. But over these, gnocchi. All right. Well, we're going to go to shells at 12. Okay. We gnocchi moving right up the list. It is now up against stuffed shells. Go, go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, these are the bigger ones. Stuffed with like ricotta and... You know, with some sauce on top. Oh, man, you got the whole gang laughing. I'm going stuffed shells. That sounds stuffed fantastic. Gnocchi in a but, heartbeat. Stuffed shells but, is too much. But, 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 Brian, 
we talked about. It's not the pasta dish. It's just the pasta. You 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 are picking yep. an in empty this situation, large shell. In this situation, it's my list, of my rules. In this situation, <laughs> it is this kind of pasta. Boys, gnocchi, gnocchi. Right. Oh whatever! Oh my god! Man, they are moving gnocchi. Okay, all right. Stuff shells is like your team in fantasy this year, Trevor. <laughs> all show. Okay, Mister One and Four. Hey, I'm one in four Rotini right now, and I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> yeah, I'd be much happier with one in four Rotini than four in one stuffed shells. <laughs> All righty. Okay, okay. At number nine, or, or at ten. No, nine. Whatever. Next one up, <laughs> Rigatoni. Ooh. Ooh. Everyone, everybody should know what Rigatoni, rigatoni is. Rigatoni is those little cylindrical morsels. I'm going rigatoni. I'm not a big gnocchi gay, and you guys keep climbing it up the list, but I'm going rigatoni. I think it's a very versatile. It type it's of not pasta. nearly as versatile as rotini. Let's be honest. It, it's no, not. but if I could if I could make a trade, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm going to go rigatoni. So you guys can debate. I'm still going gnocchi. Rigatoni's overrated. I think oh. I think rigatoni. This is the lesser of two evils. Like I think rigatoni is severely overrated. Like you see that that penne or versus rigatoni image. Like penne leaves rigatoni in the fucking dust, and they're the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's let's just keep going on the yoki train. All right, man, yoki's skyrocketing. Okay, well you you gave us no choice. Sorry, man. That's the that's the ranking I came up with. This is my preference. This is comparative, you know, a lot of feedback here. All right, next up we got Cavatappi. Oh, Cavatappi. That's my favorite. Cavatappi's the go. Oh. Do you guys remember going to CC's Pizza? Oh, oh, this is that the, one. The Cavatappi. Oh, this is, yeah. 100%. Yep, yep. Cavatappi. 100% it's fantastic. Dude, I love it's it. the extra spiral. It is. This is what I buy when I buy pasta. I buy I buy cavatappi. That's a pretty clean one. Not gonna lie. Cassisi's okay. pizza. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Next on the list, we have papadelli. I don't know what papadelli. Papardelli. What the fuck Ew. is this? That's Ew, just okay. <laughs> that's just wide ass linguine. Uh, this is just shitty a shitty version of fettuccine. Excuse you. Fat fettuccine. This is the- yeah, this is this just thing, extra it fat. Grabs yeah, so no. much sauce. You know what else does? Rotini. To it. Fuck yeah. off. <laughs> the rib for her no, pleasure is... ones grab more than this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'm sorry I have to say it right now, but to quote Trevor, you, you know how long you gotta boil this shit? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You, you ransacked that argument earlier. I don't Cop think you can use it here. Uh, that just shows yeah, you how bad topic, that yeah. you put that up there. Yeah, this is a fuck. This is you putting orange slices in the top five of Halloween. <laughs> hey man, that, this is the equivalent. Hey, this is man. bullshit. I do what I want to do. This is my list. All right, next on the list we got tortellini. Oh, oh baby. You know, for Brandon initially saying at the start of this list, he only knows five pastas. He's had a lot of favorites. <laughs> I forgot tortellini existed. I'm not going to lie to you. So just like little sailor hats. I'm still going to go cavatappi because it's my favorite. What? Boy, oh boy, oh do I love god. tortellini. Oh my god. Tortellini yeah, is I'm goated. still going cavatappi. Whoa. I do too. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of tortellini. Wow. Brian, Brian hear me out. 
I, I think Tortellini is number two on my ultimate list. So I, I feel like I'm not doing it justice, but Cavatappi is the one. So I got to stay true. I don't agree. But uh, this is my rank and you but, guys changed oh, it. So. Does everyone agree? What Tort- number are you coming is, on? Is Tortellini better so than Gnocchi? Oh, wait. I'm... I think Gnocchi's better. Really? Just for its no, Tortellini's better. Tortellini. Well, I, you already know my opinions. I've listed them in order. <laughs> Tortellini's so good. Tortellini is exceptional. Uh, we have six more, including Cavatappi. Uh, okay. So there's, we're into the top five now, or getting into the top five. At, next is farfalle or bow tie pasta. I hate these. I'm not a, these are absolutely garbage. I'm not a fan. I think they get dry. They yeah, do. It chewy. makes me sad. It just makes They're me extra sad. chewy. Can I? They're very chewy. Can I? Can I make an argument here? No. Have you ever been to the old Pizza Hut, like ten years ago? You got Which old Pizza Hut? Way. Are you talking about a specific one? No, 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 no. <laughs> just generally old Pizza Hut, like ten years ago, when you got to go inside and like eat yeah. at the dine-in. Yeah. Like, did you ever get their chicken alfredo with farfalle pasta? It was pretty no, good. No, because I got pizza. Amazing. <laughs> Well, Where the fuck did you get pasta pizza? Because their pizza is like a fucking grease ball just shoved in your mouth. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, are you, whoa, 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 are you whoa, dogging whoa, whoa. on Pizza Hut right now? No, I'm just saying if I want to go to a restaurant and sit down, I'd rather have an actual meal okay, that's than your feel first shitty about myself. Why are you going to Pizza Hut? Because yeah, that's where my dad wanted garden. to go, you dipshit. Oh my god. That is a food establishment. Olive Garden is the shittiest restaurant I've ever been to. Don't say Olive Garden is a good restaurant. Olive Garden has unlimited breadsticks. And And they're The breadsticks are good, but the actual food that you order is just terrible. Brian's saying he hates his family because when you're at Olive Garden, you're family. I hate everything about Olive Garden, except for the breadsticks. Are we done here? (laughs) (laughs) I thought so. Okay, and then next on the list, fettuccine. Fettuccine, by far. <sighs> fettuccine Alfredo is, is my fettuccine is my Alfredo is my favorite pasta dish in the world. And fettuccine noodles are a little bit bigger than spaghetti noodles, and they have a very good texture, and they're not as thick as those other pieces of cardboard that you were trying to convince us were good earlier. Um, so I'm going to go fettuccine over cavatappi. I'm also going fettuccine. Classic. I'll concede. You don't want to make an argument? You don't want to talk about the mouthfeel? I, I, we haven't had much of the mouthfeel argument in this one. It's the candy one. Fettuccine. I mean, cavatappi has got spirals, man. There's something about the spirals. It looks like one of those spiral straws. It's like just so much, straw. so much fun to eat. Fun to play and with. Even, I was going to say that. <laughs> I feel like Cavatappi just combines everything that's amazing about pasta, which is A, taste, B, shape, it's got spirals, and C, sauce-holding abilities, because Cavatappi also has grooves. It checks every box. Did, did, did you say taste? Yeah. You ate plain Cavatappi noodles? Do they taste like anything? You ever have buttered noodles beforehand? No, no, man, this is the pot. This is the pasta shape. This is the shape. Okay, Mr. Stuffed Shells. Yeah, this is my list. I can make the rules. This isn't your list. You can't make the rules. These are my rules. Fuck off. This is about the pasta except for that one. (laughs) 
Fettuccine. Fettuccine. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Fine. Good. Fuck your cavatappi. Uh, cavatappi? Pizza, yeah. pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say that. <laughs> Currently, number three. We're in the Do you go to three. Little Caesars to get pasta as he well? He probably goes to Little Caesars to get a two liter of Pepsi. Makes no sense. <laughs> That's where I buy my soda. Is that Little Caesars? <laughs> <laughs> I go to Domino's just for the napkins. <laughs> just for the little red pepper flake yeah, packets. I got the pepper packets. <laughs> Brian goes to every single pizza restaurant but doesn't get pizza. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Next on the list is lasagna. You go jump off a bridge. <sighs> I hope you get hit by a car jumping. But like, off of a it's so good. Whoa. Do you not like lasagna, please? No, we're just well, judging okay. the noodles. Yeah, the but noodles. like, there's lasagna only one thing dish. you can use lasagna noodles for. That's exactly. the thing with lasagna. Yeah, but it's so good, it doesn't matter. Okay, you know what? Per, to quote Shaq, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Shaq, I think. What was it? Uh, perhaps I treated you too harshly. I was just unfamiliar with your game. <laughs> <laughs> lasagna takes forever to boil <laughs> yeah, and you. also get that oven ready lasagna bologna out of here that doesn't <laughs> yeah. even taste good lasagna is a whole event you yeah make it you get when you make it you make a lot this. of you can make this with yeah, lasagna oven, oven ready lasagna there you go disgrace that's that looks like vomit. Whenever I have lasagna, it's always a good experience. Can I just what say? What the fuck is that? Does this say mint <laughs> walnut pesto? What the hell? Yeah. Remember last week when I was 10 minutes late to the podcast? Mm-hmm. Because I was on the toilet? Was it lasagna? That's what it looked like. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. You poop out in sheets? <laughs> Practically. <laughs> he took a big like sheet. Thin <laughs> and wide? <laughs> Are you a fu- is your asshole a fucking printer? <laughs> it is a 3D printer. <laughs> I think I killed Brandon. <laughs> Apparently, it prints in color. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a little Anyways, what, what, what? what was this against? That's blood, Blaze. This was against <laughs> fettuccine. 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 Cavatappi. <laughs> All right. <laughs> At number two, we have ravioli. <laughs> <laughs> ravioli, ravioli, bring me the formula. <laughs> I, I shut Brandon down. <laughs> ravioli is so good. It's ravioli great. is amazing. You can put anything in there. Oh, you used to do deep fried ravioli. A- anything? Oh, you yeah, fried you ravioli? Shit, that shit yeah. slaps. Oh, I'm ravioli trained. I think it's better than fettuccine. I agree. I agree. Yes, stuff. I shockingly, 
Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, sh- I shockingly agree Ravioli. All right. So and we, we've, reached, we've reached the top of the list. I swear to God if this is what I think it is. So there are some honorable mentions that I'd like to, to shout out. Oh, not my God. It's going to be an honorable mention. <laughs> Angel hair. Okay. Oh, yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, uh, Manicotti. Honorable mention. Mena. Ziti. Baked ziti. Honorable oh, mention. Ziti's good. Risotto. Honorable mention. That's a rice. Yeah, but and it's a JoJo awesome. character. And the last honorable mention is something that was actually mentioned earlier. Oh my god, you sociopath. Is Penne. <laughs> you <gasps> bastard. What? Penne That's an honorable mention? Is overrated as fuck. Oh you, put, you put what? three different types of... Sh- you put all three sizes of shells on this list before you put <laughs> Penne. Uh, what was... The, I, I put two shells on this list, mind you. And ravioli. Probably is not a shell. You, you put shit. two meals and 13 pastas above it. <laughs> what, what was the other meal? America. Lasagna. This oh, is yes, an abomination. Somebody tell somebody tell the Italians we're sorry before we even get to number I just, one. I somebody just write the penny. letter. The Italians can take their dick pasta back where they can't. Got it. Number one is macaroni. Classic. It's the best. Uh, thanks for Googling macaroni, Trev. <laughs> Glad we could all see it. But yes, macaroni is the best. It's versatile. It is in the best pasta dish as a kid. You know what? All things considered, as as shitty as this list was from (laughs) 15 to 2, I don't hate it. It's up against ravioli. I'm going to go macaroni. I love ravioli, but I got to go macaroni. I think macaroni is overrated as fuck. But wow. I wouldn't feel right choosing ravioli as the best pasta. I agree. <laughs> I gotta go for macaroni. I, I, you can't put ravioli one. That, that's just not mm. right. All right. Well, I guess we're all in agreement on this list. Penne, penne needs to be on this list. I mean, you, no. Pen, right. Penne's oh. top five. Why? Yeah, easily. What's oh, good? One hundred percent. What is good about penne? Everything. It's a everything. Classic. <clears throat> like what? It's a smaller version of rigatoni. Yeah, rigatoni we is perfectly about... fine. You don't need to make another version of it. Yeah, rigatoni too big. Rigatoni. Penne. <laughs> I don't fucking care rectangle versus rhombus. Bro, it's the edges, man. It's all in the mouth feel. No. That's true. All right. So the complete list. Kavatapi. I will read it down. Has macaroni, ravioli, fettuccine, lasagna, kavatapi, farfalle, Tortellini, pappardelle. Why did you just pick up an Italian accent yeah, halfway through? I like saying, saying parfale in Italian accent. Pappardelle. Um, where's not? It's a me and Mario. Let's go to Mushroom Kingdom. Gnocchi, regatoni, stuffed shells, medium shells, rotini, <laughs> spaghetti, linguine. Can we talk about how wrong you did rigatoni? I put so rigatoni where it deserved to be. Can I also just say, I'm really proud of us. We got through the entire lasagna bit without mentioning Garfield the funny cat even once. <laughs> yeah. That's another yeah, reason that's why that low. That's character development. Otis, you dumb dog. I'm gonna kick you I'm gonna kick you into orbit, you stupid mutt. <laughs> well, I I am personally very happy with how this turned out. 
I don't think oh, anyone no. else is, but that's the game. <laughs> that's the name of the game. No one else is happy but me, and that's why I love the segment. I hate Don't it your pillow's warm tonight. Oh. <laughs> Good thing I've got two of them. I hope you kick your comforter off in the night and you wake up <laughs> shivering. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, and with that, we sign off for week six. Thank you for listening. Go Browns. See you guys. Peace. Adios. Kawasaki. Hate to make a scene at a restaurant, but there's only one meal that I ever want. Just noodles with butter and not too much, and they have to be the tube kind of I won't touch. Once on a cruise, and the waiters got to know me. Before my family ordered, they will bring me macaroni. A plain plate of noodles with a little bit of butter. In a cruise ship, it's a bow